Yo, y'all just turned into another episode of the Goodfellas Podcast, episode 140. This is Jigga. The motherfucking Don is back. He's back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is back. Welcome back, B-Lo. Glad to have you back, brother. And we got a we got a special guest. We got... Hey, what's going on, man? It's Terrell, profit person. He's owner, back once more. The owner of many things. Uh, I'm here again. This is my second time around. So excited to be here. Yes, sir. Glad yes, to sir. have you back, Welcome good sir. Back. Thank you. Hey, one up. You dropped your drop? I didn't hear it. Oh, I mean, he was doing his intro. DJ, one up. My bad. One there we go. That's me. That's you. But you know, welcome back to Two Good Brothers. Bro, it's a pleasure to have you back. Thank you for having me. Below, it's a pleasure to have you back in your chair, Brody. Yeah, I feel good. Welcome back to me. Mm-hmm. I miss y'all niggas, man. Too, too, I was talking about the viewers. Oh, well, definitely. Thank you for having, you know, thank you for coming back or whatever. Well, it's been um a year, a year and a half, two Probably years. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been but a minute. To the people that didn't catch the episode, uh, we took it down because that was part of the catalog. Ant was on. <laughs> was on. Uh, I don't think he was bugging on that episode. Remember, Ant said he wanted everything down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so take it all. A lot of the, a lot of the gems you dropped, bro. You gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get, we'll get back we to gonna, it. We got, with some, honestly speaking, a lot of that content, we gonna have to do something with it. It is gonna. We can break to, that content down. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, as a matter of fact, we should. We, we can should. Break that down. We, could, we could definitely break it down and we could break that down. chop yeah, that up that. and throw that up. Yeah, for me, we gonna make you do it. Me. Right. right. Me. No, he was he wasn't talking about you. Oh, no, 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 no. No, because he said me and you like right. Me. <laughs> me. Nah, nah, you can say right. I don't work for y'all. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> just uh, a quick rundown of, uh, of what you do. Um, I do a lot, man. Uh well I do what I can. So, um I own Zuda Vintage, which is located in Garden State Plaza Mall, an American Dream Mall. Uh, that's one of the things that I do. I also Wealth. do, I also do uh, uh, business coaching, like success mentoring, the correct way, not the scam way. Mm. Um, I actually have one of my uh, mentees. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, what's in front of us. Product here. We, we probably we uh, just walk that. Hey, Bilo, you go, ain't no zoom on it. You got to walk that. Uh, so this is uh, <laughs> this is top tier hookah, and what it is is it is a hundred percent all natural. <laughs> shisha it is made with malayan tea leaves so when you're smoking this there is no nicotine there's no tobacco so you're not gonna get that nasty ill rust mouth in the morning when you um get done enjoying your night with your significant <laughs> other or you at a party uh, i am a master marketer too as well as you can see um this is actually my wife's brand though um so this is her she works really hard on this she perfected her. it she's a civil engineer so she knows what she's doing. You're not smoking anything that's gonna actually kill you. This has f- real fruit in it, um, and I actually have a fruit allergy, and I'm able to smoke this without um, getting any type of wow. allergic, yeah, allergic reaction. So, Gangster. She, wait, so 
I thought it was like candies. They actually like it's actually shisha. This is actually shisha. You can smoke this. This is oh. hookah. Yeah, that's why it smells so good because it's actually real fruit in it. And James was about to eat it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about to treat. I was about to treat that shit like some yeah. dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to treat that shit like some dip. Put that shit corner yeah. my mouth. And the shelf life on this is is um is amazing. Like the shelf life on it, she actually perfected this. Like I said, she has a background in civil engineering, so she knows what she's doing with this. And um. Just something that we we've been moving, we've been supporting, we've been having yeah. a lot of uh, clap it up for the queen. a lot of people, you know, do their thing with this, and it's all natural. Like I said, I mean, I wouldn't promote it if, if it wasn't good, no matter yeah. who it is. You know what I'm saying? This is actually really good. So, these this is for you guys out there. We're done with this, um, but like I said, I do. Um, is there is there like where can the people find it? Yeah, so you can go to um, shoptoptierhooker.com. Um, you can purchase it off of there. Um, you can actually go on my website too, zudavintage.com. You can go on my Instagram. Uh, you can hit me up. You can purchase it from there. Wherever you think you can purchase it and get yes. in contact with me, you can purchase it. So um, it's it's all over. But we've been working with a couple people to get it out there. We had a couple like basketball player, NBA guys use it for health reasons, mm -hmm. and um, they love it. Like I said, it's no nicotine, it's no tobacco, so you're not gonna get addicted to it. You're not gonna get the nasty taste in your mouth. Um, the mint is actually really good because, like I said, they all have the Malayan tea leaves. So when you smoke it, it's actually gonna be healing you, especially like the mint flavor. Um, that's actually one of my one of my most favorite, and you actually gonna taste the mint. You're gonna feel I'm gonna buy hookah for the crib. The, yeah, um, yeah you gonna you gonna like I said, these these are for you guys. James so. back smoking hookah again. Yeah, these, these are for you guys. I ain't in the cameras though. I ain't. I'm pulling up to the spot like yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like in the hooks. There, you know, there. Imagine niggas do that tonight. Put that in, a, put that in my hookah. Tell them, put it in there. Get hookah, no flavor. I got my own flavor. Yeah, I got my yeah, own flavor. Yeah, man. Like, like, what you got? Low season six? No. Like for real. Like it's it's <laughs> it's honestly it. it's honestly the best. Like I said, like I'm not saying that just because it's my wife, um, but that is actually the best. I've had a lot of people that, like I said, they're NBA players and they're smoking it. Um, NFL people and they've tried it and they smoked it and they're like, yo, this is actually good. Especially the mint. Um, if you're a health food junkie, you definitely want to get the mint. And we have a CBD. We didn't bring a CBD today, but we do have a CBD flavor, too, as well, that you can use. Thanks. So, God yeah, she doing her thing with that. Um, but, yeah, I do like success coaching, too, as well. Um, I'm actually having a clinic that's starting tomorrow, which is actually my birthday. I'm starting my first class online birthday, for that. Yeah. Thank you. Happy um, birthday. Starting my first class with that. It's $75 to sign up. We got, we're going to go from April 3rd to April 9th. And what we're going to do is we're going to show you how to properly do your LLC because I think – the social media just tells you like, yo, you get an LLC and you can do anything in the world with it. And it does not work that way. You will go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you will go to jail. I'm telling you, you niggas will go to jail. Um, I'm gonna teach you guys how to like, get your apartment in your EIN, in your LLC. Use that, you know what I'm saying, for many things that you actually wanna do. Um, and I actually like just know what you wanna do in life. Like, um, I coach a lot of people and what I've learned from from listening to them is like, you could stumble upon thousands of dollars, right? But it comes a point in your career where if you don't know what you want to do and you don't know how to measure your success, you're going to be stressed out and you're going to fall into like depression and you're just going to crash out. Like you going that's how you see people a lot of times start off making all this bread and they just crash and burn. So, um I know like a lot of people they don't have the money, you know, and um what we do is I just charge $75. You take the course, it's two hours, it's virtual. It's from April 3rd to April 9th, you could pick a day. You could go on my personal Instagram and sign up, which is Vintage Profit. You could go on my business one, which is Zuda Vintage, you could sign up, and it's gonna help you. Like, I'm helping a lot of people already. I'm helping millionaires already. 
and they're paying me way more than what I'm charging for this. But I just look at it like when you get on, you got to help other people. So this mm-hmm. is my way of helping other people. Um, I do that. And, um, yeah, I'm opening up. Like I said, we're opening up at Garden State Plaza. So we're opening that up April 21st. That's our grand opening for Garden State Plaza Mall. Where, where, where it's going to be at in Garden State Plaza? Um, so it's right on the second floor of the Nordstrom entrance. So we're right next. If you go through Nordstrom, it's like a barbershop right there. Yeah. We're right next to that. So y'all across from Gap. Yep, we're right across from Gap. Gap. Um, what's over there? Gap. I think that's good enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gap, Gabbage, Gabbage, and Gabbage. Uh, downstairs Pandora. Yeah, the whole yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta, yeah. you gotta give the people what they want, yeah. where, to, where to go. Like, yeah. So go to the second. Yeah, go and... to the second level. You're gonna see like the lingerie spot um, to your right. If you go through Nordstroms, you're gonna make that right. You're gonna see the brown barbershop joint. You go straight. You're gonna see orange and white. That's me. That's Zudit. Come in there. We're a '90s, '80s. Early 2000s apparel, vintage store. So, like, the snapback, all original from the 80s, 90s. We got retro sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, these De La Souls on there. I, I definitely need like, some Like, we got all that stuff. Snapbacks. So, yeah, we got everything. Um, like I said, it's, it's all original. So, it's not like like Urban Outfitters who have the licensing deals. Yeah. Whereas, like, I could just print a picture of Tupac and put 2023 on it. <laughs> That's a complex, though. He just said it on a real yeah, quick guy. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um... <laughs> Actually, Irvin Outfitters and I, um, we were gonna do something. They, they, um, there's no NDA on it, so they tried to, uh, like, they wanted me to work for them, um, because I was up at King of Pressure Mall and I was doing really well. I'm still doing really well, but I was doing really well Are there you still too there? as well. No, I'm not there anymore. I had to get up out of uh, PA, man. The crime and KOP is crazy. Um, yeah. Philly is 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 insane. So we had to get up out of there. Um, but while we were there, we caught the eye of some Urban Outfitter people because our store was, um, I want to say, like five stores down from them. Mm-hmm. So that's the same type of crowd. So we would just take them. We would just take their customers. And, um, you know, things happened. So they tried to bring bring me on to work for them. Um, but I, you know, kept my distance. And then at Garden State Plaza, um, I was looking to get a store that was right next to them. And I didn't wind up getting that store. Yeah. Yeah, we gonna leave it there. Yeah, we just gonna leave it there. I just didn't wind up getting that store. So my 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 store is actually on the other side of the mall from Urban. Yeah. So right now we can't have that. Yeah. Um, but shout Get out, them out of here. to Urban Outfitters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One point. <laughs> Call them shout out. Call them shout out. But other than that, how y'all? But like again, I said, bro, thank you for coming on. Nah, I appreciate it, man. I love you guys' platform. It. Um, you know, I've always been watching. My first time up here was enjoyable, so. Definitely was. It was definitely it definitely was a good part. Yeah, I, re- I rewatched it last night. It was really a good part. You gotta send it to me because I don't even have it. I don't. I got a new phone, so most of that that content that was in there is gone. I got you. Yeah, so a, lot of, a lot of game, a lot of gems dropped. Yeah, I mean, I can start. Because yeah, I remember when he was when he was on, he was talking about King of Pressure. Yeah. And we were opening a King of We were yeah. opening King of Pressure. Yeah, and we opened it. We were there for no. So it's been, yo, it's been two years. Mm-hmm. Because flies. yeah, I was at I was at KOP for like two years and a half, so it's been two years. It's been two years since I've been on this, but yeah, we we crushed KOP, bro. Like we went crazy because um, being in that Philadelphia, Philadelphia's like a very diverse place, right? You got the hippies, you, you got, got the, the druggies, yeah, yeah. you got the hood niggas. Yeah, so being in college kids, so like one thing like I started to learn about myself is like um, I really manifest crazy shit, like. Um, and it's because 
So like I was one day I was looking at some of my posts, right? So like in 2017 I had my first store, which was in Belleville. It was like 500 square feet, and I had wrote a caption like I'm gonna take this to the biggest mall, right? And I opened up in King of Pressure in um, what 2019. Opened up in King of Pressure, right? So that's the biggest retail mall just by basic retail in Pennsylvania. Well, excuse me, in the East Coast, right? I opened up at American Dream. That's the second biggest mall. As far as entertainment and retail, it's the biggest as far as entertainment and retail. But I'm opening up at Garden State Plaza, too, and that's the biggest uh, retail mall in New Jersey of just straight retail. So it's like I did what I said three times. Okay. But I wrote it down, and, like, I just kept saying, like, yo, I'm only going to do the big malls. And it's like, um, like same thing I tell my, my clients, right? Like, a lot of people... They stumble upon success, but I think the only way I was able to maintain it and do it three times is because I made a decision of what I'm gonna do. And a lot of people like they don't, they're not decisive. They just doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, like I wanna, you know, sell vintage, but it's like, all right, how do I wanna sell vintage? What do I need to sell the vintage, right? So it's like, I need a store, I need inventory, I need connections, and um, that's mad connections to get into it though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, yeah. So you need that. You need to store the inventory, connections, and the website, right? So that's the decision is to actually sell the vintage. Now, how do I make that become successful? Is those four things: the store, the inventory, the website, and the connections. But the problem with most people fail is that they don't know how to measure it once they get those four things, right? So like, I got my four. I got my store. I got my website. I got my inventory. I got my connections. But how do I measure that success of the vintage store of the vintage brand, right? Because it's say like, if you run out of inventory mm-hmm. how do you obtain more yeah so it's like but not not even that it's like all right so once i attain these four what do i want to get out of it so think about it i got my store i got my eye right, so like the average person would be like okay i want to sell vintage clothes right i want to have a store all right cool they start off they do that they stumble upon a hundred thousand dollars these days you could you could stumble upon a hundred thousand right the problem the problem what people have is right they don't know how to measure it. So it's like, damn, how did I get this 100K, right? Because they don't have a goal. So like me, it was like, all right, I want the vintage store, I want the website, I want the inventory, and I want the connections. Once I get that, what is success going to look like for me? So it's like, all right, I want a million dollars in my bank account. I want to be able to help others. I want to be able to buy whatever car I want to buy, a mansion or whatever the case may be. It's all measurable assets. But that's what like the great people do. What the average person does is they just do it and they just like, oh, I'm making money. They don't have a way to gauge it or, me- or measure it. So that's why you be seeing people fall off. It's because they have, like, I, I want to sell vintage clothes, but they don't have a-, a measurable and an obtainable way to measure it. So they're not measuring their success. They just fly by night shit. So that's why, like, you see people that can make, like, 15K today and then, like, they'll blow it because, oh, I'm going to get that back tomorrow but they're not even putting anything in an account. That's a, a measurable goal, right? So like say you, you for instance, you, you, you towing cars, right? So you know every day you tow a car, you're going to on an average bring home 15K. So you looking like, all right, I'm going to go to the club tonight, I'm going to blow that 15, right? But you didn't take an account that, all right, tomorrow your truck not starting. It's going to cost you 10K to fix that truck. But you done blew your money the other night. So now you down. So now, now you, you down. down. You down 25. You see what I'm saying? Because these people, they not measuring it. They just going. And, and that's why you see people like up and go, up and go, up and go. And then it's like, especially, and we just was talking about it, like the mall, the mall game. 
Yeah. The mall game is 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 fading. That's yeah, why everybody you, do everything online. That's why you see so many people in the malls, because when COVID hit, the malls lost a lot, so they can't repair these malls. A lot of these malls they got like damage, they got asbestos, they got mold. They can't even fix it, right? So, excuse me, what they're doing is they're getting these mom and pop guys who just happy to be here, and they letting them pay the rent. Because the big guys, they focusing on online success. So that's why you see now you got all it's these. It's easier for like mom and pop brands to yeah, come up in the mall. Because okay. they're, they're, just, they're just seat fillers. You feel me? Like these guys are just keeping the shareholders happy. And that's why they're just like, oh, I'm in a mall. Um, my brand is successful. But it's like, not really. You're just a seat filler. Mm-hmm. Because you're not even in a position to make the money that you would have made if you just was regular brick and mortar. But you just happy to have the mall name attached to it. Okay, so for instance, like would you open up in Garden State Plaza, do you feel like you'll be obtaining more success if you had your own brick and mortar? Uh, well, I just feel like I'm already successful in, in my industry, mainly because we were the first vintage store to ever be inside of a mall. And we have the clientele to do it, right? But if I was starting off like today, I would never go inside of a mall. I wouldn't even do brick and mortar. I just would tell I tell everybody now like if you don't if you're gonna do brick and mortar just do pop up shop. I could I could go get this spot for fifteen hundred. I could use it for, let's say, I want to do it for two weeks, right? I do a two week pop up. I pay this person let's just say two thousand. Let's say a thousand a week, right? I promote it for a month. I get all these people to come. I make all this money. I take my money. I go. I go to another town. I do it again. I made probably triple of what I'm paying in rent. I got a, so I could go to, from New York. You set up a flagship in each town. To Charlotte. Yeah. So it's like, I'm building as I go and I'm bringing all these people back to my, my net, which is my, my website. But these new guys, they want to be so hard. Like they want to be so tough and they want to be able to say they they in the mall, but it's like, you're, you're, you're in the mall, but you're not really winning because you got to pay that 10% when you hit that threshold, right? So, like, a lot of these dudes, and I see their deals. Like, my deal, not like this, but I see their deals because I know it. When they hit Christmas and they hit Thanksgiving, they paying double. They paying double their rent. They rent going up. And if they watching, they know I'm telling the truth, right? They, they, um, Shots fired. Nah, it's the truth, though. <laughs> it's the truth. Nah, like, so, like, a lot of these dudes, too, like, they got a threshold, so if they make 100K, the mall getting 10% of that. Yeah. So they losing. So the malls are punishing a lot of these dudes for even making money. They're not punishing me, but they're punishing them. So that's why when you see a lot of these guys popping up in malls so much, and you see, like, these local mom-and-pop people that's inside malls, it's simply because the malls are using you. Ouch. You never would have been there if it wasn't for COVID. It's the truth, though. Yeah. The uh, mall is dying. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. We, um, it was just like a thread about it, like how the main stores is not even worried about keeping up with their stock. Nah. Like all you're finding now is XLs and all this that's left because they're not worried about keeping up with yeah the was what niggas is looking for. Yeah. Nah, not not at all. Because you know, like shit, back right? in the day, like if you really wanted like new shit, it would be in the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, like how before, um. It's like a quick reference. Like, 
you know, we started the Wu-Tang or whatever, and, like, the whole, like, Wu wear shit yeah. was, like, outside yeah. of Macy's. Like, back in the day, if you wanted, like, the new clothes, it will be, like, in the window. You'll drive past, like, oh, shit. Yeah. New sneakers would be, like, out. Now it's, like... Okay, I don't got to camp out for sneakers no more. Nah, bro. You can't camp out for sneakers no more. It's not like everything is just so different now. Like, now, if you want some pair of sneakers, you better hope you can get them online. Yeah, Foot Locker is, is closing 400. And listen to the what I'm about to say. This is a fact. Foot Locker is closing 400 stores in malls. Yep. Not brick and mortars in malls. They're closing 400 of them by 2026. But they said they was going to open up actual, like, Stores, but still, yeah. four hundred. Yeah. Four hundred, like they they chopping it down. Macy's have has closed multiple locations, and they turn into Bosco's. Sears, that's what, that's what when you told me that. Yeah, I'm like Macy's. I didn't know Macy's was closing. Yeah, like, Sears have 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 gone gone away. So like, yeah, Sears going out of business. People don't understand. Like, yo, like don't let these. There was people, another one I went out. Not Lord and Taylor. JC Penny, yeah. but it's one more that used to be in. Um, it was Lord and Taylor. Lord and Taylor. Yeah, it is Lord and Taylor. Like half month. Like half mark. People, yeah, all of yeah. all of Johns. They RP them crab legs. Yo, there's <laughs> no crab yeah. legs. But yeah, like, like a lot of a lot of these people, they not understanding. Like, um, and I, I just tell like young entrepreneurs, especially in the retail industry, don't get caught up in the hype. Get caught up into the money. Like, you gotta make money, bro. Like, you wanna be saying you in the mall because it sounds good and it look good and it look good on Instagram. But in reality, you're not really gonna make what you what what, I, what we were making back pre-COVID time. You're not gonna hit those numbers because these shareholders for the mall, right? They gotta get paid. So all you're doing is satisfying them. So they're not putting you in a position to win. They're just not mathematically. They're not putting you in a position to win unless you can get a deal where it's like, okay, I'm making what I'm making and I'm just paying you rent, which you're not gonna really get until you prove yourself. You're just gonna get a threshold th a, de a threshold um, deal. And that's what's gonna mess you up. You're not gonna be able to really make the money that you're supposed to be making. So like, I be telling all my um, students who's signing up, like, yo, don't even do the brick and mortar, just do a pop-up. Build your e-commerce. Cause I could reach way more people just off this podcast than you could ever reach having a store inside of a mall or downtown in your city. And I could go to Charlotte tomorrow and pop up yeah. and bring the podcast with me mm. and sell merch. Yeah. And then we That's out. Facts. And we ain't gotta oh, we ain't gotta worry about no landlord with they stink attitude or nothing. Mm -hmm. You know gotta, what I'm saying? Gotta adapt. You gotta adapt. And it's like um a lot of these guys, we just was having this conversation, like a lot of these guys, like it used to be a word of mouth thing, but now it's a perception thing. So people are are addicted to the malls and addicted addicted to the brick and mortar because it's a perception that you're making money, but you're not making money than the guy that's doing the pop ups or the guys that's been established for multiple years. You're not making more money than them. But do you think that like people that are doing brick and mortar, it's like they got their own home base, like they probably yeah. just creating like their own home base. Yeah, I, I think they are, but I think. Um, you got to look at the money. Like, it's cool to to do your own thing, right? Like, I know dudes that, and I always say, don't confuse longevity with success, because you could be doing the wrong thing for multiple years, and you know you ain't successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know guys that got stores um, that's like 400 square feet, and they rent is 800 dollars a month, and they only up and running because they rent is 800 dollars a month. You're not successful, right? But I know guys that have pop-ups, and they're crushing it. 
I know guys that's in malls and ain't making a million. You see what I'm saying? I just tell people, like, don't get caught up in the perception of it. Get caught up in the numbers. What are the numbers saying? Because at the end of the day, when you sit in front of investors or, you know what I'm saying, you you getting a coach, and I tell all my, my clients that, we, we want to see where the money going. Where's the money? And right now for retail, the money is on is in e-commerce. Fashion over. Do they have a store? Yeah. <laughs> no. just Twitter. Fenty just opened up a store because I think the malls paid them to go inside of them. Like those people paid her to open up those stores inside of there. Because she's in King of Pressure. I think she's in Tyson and she's in like a couple other ones. They're getting paid to do that. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when you studying who's actually killing it, like um, like uh, the Kai sneakers, his pop-ups, he's crushing it. This guy's making millions of dollars. How you feel about that, like the whole Kai situation? Yeah, with the Nike. I mean, I that. love what Kai's doing. Um, and it's like, yo, like at the end of the day, he he's killing them. You feel me? I love Nike. I love what Kai's doing. I love them both, you know? And it's like, bro, the shit hard. But... People don't like to see us win. And that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to keep us in a box. And I think the only reason why Nike really caught an attitude with, with Kai was because Kai and somewhat has surpassed that Jordan sneaker. His colorways, so? bro, this, his, his shit is, was reselling for like $700 per item that he released. Her. I mean, but when he was dropping, the sneakers was dropping for like three fifty. Yeah, and his okay. resale value was insane. Like, I'm not saying it surpassed the Jordan One. Like, no, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, it gained national attention. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And people will be cool with you if you just down here, especially when you black, because we're not gonna act like that's not a factor. When you black, they want you right here. They want you to make your money and chill. But what he did was, and that's why I salute him. I got a lot of love for him. I never, I never met him in person, but I got a lot of love for him because what that black man did was he came out with an idea and he took it to the maximum level to where you got Nike suing you. That means you won, point blank, period. You in their backyard. You be you guys? I mean, like, I fuck with cautious, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. but at the same time, you know, it is dead. Like, yeah, sneaker. Yeah, sneaker. What yeah. he did was, to me, was like just give niggas colors that they wouldn't give niggas. Yeah, feel me. So with that, that's what like gave him that lane. Cause I fuck with the sneakers. Like, yeah, them the shit's hard. That giving this mm-hmm. shit, but at the same time, and you're right, like 100 percent with the whole they want to keep you at a certain yeah. level. They once you get to at a certain point, but they've done it with white people too. Feel me? Yeah. Cause it, when it was um, they done it with Warren Lotus. Mm-hmm. They done yeah. it with you see they trying to go for bait now. But not to this extent. Oh yeah, nah, nah. Definitely not to this extent. Yeah. Of course, like I said, it's still a colored thing. Yeah. But I, I, I think mean, they're trying to embarrass Kai. I feel yeah, like facts. I feel I feel I but, honestly feel like Hold on. Not I'm a, I'm gonna let you get to that. They they are but at the same time he he's still like being an asshole with it. Feel me? Because when they did that, the nigga smooth just started dropping tees of like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you feel what I'm saying like, like the band shit. Then he did the little commercials. Yeah, like so yeah, it's yeah. like he he's still like throwing it in their face where it's like, all right, now we really going keep trying to like go for what yeah. you I, like. I get it though. I feel like he like he said they Kai got their attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Like with all the shit that he like he was dropping because you know like. 
he been got cased up from when he'd had the club foreign shit. Yeah, facts. Right? So then now he coming out with these colorways that like Jordan never seen. And you know, it was at the time where like a lot of these Jordan 1 colors that's out right now is a, it's a lot of trash. So I feel like it was maybe like some type of deal they was trying to work out and they was trying to bring like maybe executives at Jordan was trying to bring him on and then Nike wasn't like really going for it. Yeah, cuz I seen And that. then it was like, okay. You don't want to come on? Now nah, we going to shit on you. Nah, cuz at the end of the day, bro, you got to remember like when we over here can't do what you doing when it comes down cuz like he got a creative ass mm-hmm. oh, yeah. when it comes down yeah, to like, James, some of these yeah. flavors is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So it's like when we can't do what you doing and then not only that, it's like we 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 put out, like they put themselves at a limit to where it's like they not trying to go past certain type of colors and yeah. designs and stuff like that. So like when this nigga doing it, where he throwing like a bandana on it, right? Yeah, jean he like the dapper yeah. bandana sneakers. He yeah, killing like, it. Yeah, he, he killing it with uh-huh. the with the flavors. And then like they coming out and then people are like. Uh, and then you see it be like, all right, the yeah, it's actually hard. Good. Like yeah. yeah, like but it just like to to. At the same time, it's like damn, but that is like our whole design. Without yeah. the like, without the color, is really our design. Uh, like the whole silhouette is. But I fuck with it though, cause I, I I was trying to get my me a pair of my damn self. I like the I really like the colors that he doing, and I heard some people saying say like yeah. the material is elite yeah. like, compared to like the old ones. I know like the old ones, people were saying like the quality was a little off, mm-hmm. but now he you know. Yeah. Nah, I fuck with it though. It's just you know at the same time. It's just that's like anybody just taking whatever you got going on and mm-hmm. just saying, you know what? I'm gonna give you the same shit he giving you, but just in different colors. You know? <laughs> you feel me? Flip so, it and reverse it. Yeah, like so it's not it's not like you just came out of nowhere and like really made a whole sneaker from top to bottom. It's like you said, you know what, this design right here, what they doing is they putting themselves out of cap. I'm gonna give niggas something that they, they can't get nowhere else. I like that shit though. I like the colors. I ain't even gonna hold you. He really got it. So like, Rel, like you as an entrepreneur in the retail industry, how mm-hmm. do you feel about like the whole, um, you know, like bots? Oh, like like oh like AI and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, like like do people use bots on your website? Um, shit, I wish they did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's money, money. Bot it but, now, I mean, baby. I'm, do what you gotta do. I, I mean, but like, yeah, I know, like in it the ain't vin- <laughs> In the vin- in like in the vintage industry, I know like s- certain like items may not be and um like multiple quantities. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So it's, mm-hmm. it's probably like a little bit harder to do that. Yeah. yeah. But like, how you feel about like how it's going for like the industry in general? Um, I think for resale, like if you're reselling sneakers, man, if you don't have a bot, you're out the game, bro. Over for you. Yeah, you're not even. You're not even. You're not playing. even like. You're not even like. Um, not even at the table. Yeah, that's just. I mean, it's, it, and though, it was cra- what's crazy. It, and it's tax. It's people that's like that's like reselling shit and mm-hmm. they sitting on mad. Yeah, yeah, mad yeah, sneakers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I know mad sneakers that's not even like going for nothing. Like, I know 15 year old kids that got like, bro, they got sneakers. They got like every Jordan one release since 2016. It's. It was it was niggas that was, it was niggas that was like getting put on on um you know niggas was exposing them because niggas was buying certain shit that wasn't really like yeah, going that, for nothing yeah and what they did was pop up to like these sneaker concerts mm-hmm. and do mystery boxes mm-hmm. yep yeah <laughs> so they'll sit here and be like yo it's a chance you could get 
these off-whites, these, this, that, and the third, but the majority of them shits was a bunch of them shits that they could not sell before. Yeah, that's yeah, to them niggas in mystery boxes. <laughs> nah, y'all gotta watch that shit on TikTok, though. That shit is funny. Bro, yeah, they be opening yeah, the box, they be like, talking about? bro, niggas really be niggas, niggas give you a COVID mask, a sticker, yeah, man. a Supreme sticker. Yo, what? <laughs> it's some so, nut shit. No, bro, no, no bullshit, son. They giving you like a keychain of a sneaker, <laughs> a sticker. Of the sneaker you wanted. And some motherfucking... Air Forces and some shit, like, no bullshit, son. It was so bad because they'll really gas you when you open up the mask, like, open up oh, the mystery box. They oh, they retail for two. You, no. yeah, yeah. Th- he like, look, those retail, you pull them shits up right now on StockX, them shits going for a buck fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas just paid three fifty for a mystery box for that's a sneaker great. that goes it's, for a buck fifty. It's the oversaturation of, of that's, what you, that's what you see when you see the oversaturation of industries. You start seeing gimmicks. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, it's, it's, it's sort of like the streets, right? Like, when you got gimmicks, you don't got good product. You see what I'm saying? Mm. The real ones, you got... I don't do gimmicks. Like, I tell people, yo, this is when my store opening. You come, you 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 going to get some good stuff. I don't do... I'm running around, somebody knocking me inside my head. We doing skits inside my store. I don't do none of that. You see what I'm saying? And we always have a good turnout. Like, it's the same thing, like, in the streets. Like, when these guys got... Gimmicks, you know, two for two for five, whatever, yeah. whatever the game. Like, you know, you got BS. You see what I'm saying? So, like, or, or maybe they, they they don't got the clientele like you, so they got to bring people. Right, out. they got to they got to nah, put because, on the show because the clientele is generated by good product. Because you could get the clients, but if your product sucks, you can't retain them. Like, I've been from PA to New Jersey, and my PA clients have come to New Jersey. My um, my uh, I'll pass it. Yeah, there you go. Um, my um, my PA clients come to my Jersey store. My uh, Virginia people come over. Like, it's just the clientele. So like, when you look at the sneaker industry, that's why you see all these gimmicks because it's oversaturated. And a lot of these guys, they got bad work, so they got to do all these gimmicks to get rid of it. Like, I I seen at a sneaker event, this dude was like, "Yo, you give me." A uh, hundred dollars, you get to open up this box, and it could be anything <laughs> in the box, bro. And this dude, if this dude is doing a mystery box, bro, huh? you know how crazy that is. And this dude, I seen like on on TikTok, this dude open up the big box. It's a um off white Jordan um box. Uh, box. He opened that up, and it was like uh the shoelaces only. Like oh so, nah, losing me. It's we like fight. bro, like yeah, that's that's. But you see what I'm saying? You gave me laces. <laughs> but but that's, it's not that's stealing. It's not stealing because it's like it's the gimmicks. You see what I'm saying? Ooh, those so like these <laughs> these guys, man. Like <laughs> once these industries become oversaturated, like um, and I'm starting to see it with the vintage industry too. It's and I'm all you niggas buying y'all designer sneakers off the gate. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh boy, y'all, man. Stop buying the, the these Virgils. People, these people the Virgil Virgils. The Virgil Virgils of all y'all niggas, man. Yo, these people they don't even they don't even care about having um authentic authentic excuse me, authenticity in any of their stuff. They don't care about it anymore. So it's like, all right, I seen TikToks where like people are telling you where to go to buy your fake stuff. That's crazy. Losing me. So, That's wild. Since from the last time you was up here, the sneaker game is even more cooked. I don't think it's cooked because you got a lot the of guys. The sneaker game been cooked though. Even when he's kids, here's the thing: like, if you not are, and I tell people this all the time, like, bro, 
if you're not already established in certain industries, it's very hard to crack the door. It's just hard, especially sneakers, man. Like, you got to think about the average consumer, right? So say you want to open up a consignment store. All right. So within your, let's just say, 10-mile radius, there's five of them already there, right? Now, let's just say three of them shits have been here for five years. You're not ever going to get their customers. All you're going to get is the people, because I know because I've been in this radius and I, I understood it. So now I'm giving you the real, what really happens. So out of those five stores, three of them been there for, um, let's say, five years or more, right? The other two just opened. So you have the opportunity to compete with them and you might have better product. So what you're getting from those three stores is the customers and the consigners that those three stores no longer want to do business with. So you're getting the trickle-down effect. Okay. But you'll never get their loyal customers. You'll never get them because they are known to be a legitimate sneaker store because they've been there for for five plus yeah. years. So you know, like, I, if I walk in here, this, this stuff is legit. You're only going to get the fly-by-night people. And what you have to do is you have to work twice as hard to get to re, to get that's a, the gimmicks a, a return to customer, and that's where you get into the gimmicks. That's where you get into the gimmicks. A guy that's been in this spot for five years in the same town, he ain't got to do no gimmicks. He like, yo, look, this is what we got. Come and get it. You, you got to be like, yo, we got these. These were one fifty retail. We selling them for one seventy five. And you got to hope you could just sell so many of them, making a twenty five dollar profit. When this guy can just sell that same sneaker for twice as much because he's been there for so long so his name is 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 the quote-unquote gimmick mm. his name is it his name is the value and you got to do all these gimmicks and mystery boxes and we put any sneakers in front of the store free sneaker at the register but you never really put the sneaker at the register you know what i'm saying like you got to do all this stuff and that's why the industry it's it's one consignment store that i know that like mm -hmm. like they be loyal with their shit I yeah, be fucking with, um, you got a lot of good ones out there. Yeah, like I like me personally, I fuck with uh, Sold Out in Jersey City. Oh yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah they're good people. They're good people. Like like they've been out there for years. Yeah, like whenever they like they throw out like a deal or some shit, like it'd it be legit. Like mm -hmm. I've, I've definitely caught some good steals in there. Like I walk walk in there buying some. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just pick this up. Especially, especially like if it's like some old sneaker that like I wanted. Mm -hmm. I just grab it. Yeah, like that's why, like me, I gravitated away from the whole. Like I sell sneakers in my store, but we're like ninety percent vintage, ten percent sneakers. Like, cause the vintage items is just stuff that you're getting into vintage sneakers is mad hard though. Yeah, I mean, it's like um, I sold a sneaker because of the age they crumble. Yeah. So it's like I gotta tell these people like when you buy this sneaker, this sneaker is from even from two thousand six. This sneaker has never been worn. So, you're buying this that sneaker. That crazy, though. Right? Yeah, that's oh, OG. You're buying a sneaker with the odds of you stepping and this whole thing going to explode. Like, do you yeah. understand this? And do yeah. you understand that all sales are final? Is no, it's the transparency behind that, too. You know, so, like, I just stick to, like, the, the more or less the vintage clothes. And then, like, I'll do, like, the Nike Dunks and stuff like that. You know, whatever the case may be. Some of the, the hottest trends for the newer release sneakers. I'll do that. Um, but like being a straight sneaker shop, man, it's it's very hard. Like, um, it, and even to do the pop up uh, mantra with that is is tough. And even to open up an online store with the so many replicas out here, a lot of people are not gonna trust you. So the sneaker industry is very hard to get into right now if you haven't already been established. It's it's 
damn near impossible. So, like, how is it to, like, really continue with, like, the vintage, like, industry? Because, you know, like, that's, when I'm thinking about it, it's tough. Yeah, 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 it's hard Because it's a lot, it's a lot of, like, searching and either, like, getting these items from, like, people that own them. Mm -hmm. So, like. It's like, do you see an end in, in your realm? Do you see, like, an end? Like oh, an end to it. Uh, I have my exit, my exit plan, my exit number. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. And it's it's soon. Like um, I probably won't be doing vintage, and and I'm about to be thirty two. So by the time I'm thirty five, I I won't be doing it no more. Okay. I won't. Be Would doing you sell it. a business? Um, I'll be like running it, but it'll be in. It'll it'll pretty much be um I don't want to say too much but it'll it'll be ran mm -hmm. but I'll be making my you'll, money. you'll advise yeah you'll be on yeah. the board I'll be on the I'll be on, on, <laughs> okay. on, on, on the board. board of directors and I'm working on that like I, um because there's a there I'm starting to see that vintage is is creeping up to the oversaturation that sneakers is mm -hmm. I'm starting to see it oh yeah um definitely like, you know what I'm saying of, a lot of young people are trying to you yeah know, yeah I mean, it, it always was a thing, but mm -hmm. now it's like getting heavy that yeah. people want to like have a style of wearing all of the old things. So yeah. And they're faking they're vintage the, too, yeah. which is crazy. So they're going to like the thrift stores, and like you'll get like a um, like let's say like a, a old '90s Nike blank, right? And then they'll go and they'll screen print like a Tupac. Uh, uh, that's, that's that. album cover on it and but like put like 1999 on a nike on an old on an old nike, nike tag so they'll be like yo this is a bootleg from 1999 but it's like nah the shirt is from uh 1999 mm -hmm. but the screen print is from today mm. people gotta leave for, oh, so yeah. like like you got like bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> so like so like but just like print them alone, yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, if be thinking, yeah, I mean, I've had one. Yeah, so like, no. you know, all that, all that stuff is on um, Ice Cube teeth. All that stuff, like, it's just had the Leon. It's crazy. I think I'll lead them through a long Tupac, the Leon Ice Cube, and that Prince one, that that purple rain Prince one on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, does that a lot. They gotta let that shit burn. But see, that's the difference. They have the licensing rights. The 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 Prince Purple Rain. They had the licensing rights, so they could do whatever. Like they did a Ralph Lauren Polo Bear release at Urban. They got the licensing rights. That's crazy, actually. I feel like that quality on an Urban T. No thanks. Yeah, because Urban T, you probably get like five words out of it. It won't be like the same quality. So one of the um main vintage shops that was like one of the originators of vintage which was called round two mm -hmm. they just did a collab with urban oh that's my man's um what's his name sean witherspoon yeah, yeah they just did a collab with urban um out in la and um when you study the market you're like all right well here it is this is this is it you know you took a, a the top underground um hippie spot for vintage if you want to call it top underground hippie spot and then you took the mainstream hippie spot and you just merged them together mm -hmm. so now the shareholders and the investors start to see that and here comes the money and it's like are you going to be able to 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 make it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um and that's why you see like a lot of guys like they're scared to call um their their stores vintage shops you know what i'm saying like they'll be like oh i'm a record store that sells vintage clothes you know they're like they'll try to stay away from it because they don't want to 
fall into the same thing that happened with the sneakers where so it's like do you uh, yeah. sorry to cut you yeah, off yeah. but do you feel like your like your business do you feel like that cuts into like thrifting or do you take away like do you feel like you take away from like thrifting um i think on a moral level i think because um, think of it you could go out thrifting you could find say you go out and find shit. mad wrestlemania teams. yeah yeah for three dollars no no yeah i got and you. you take it to your store and you selling it for 75. so do you feel like that industry be like man i could just go out no nah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what it is right i'm, I'm gonna speak on it from like multiple levels because i was having this conversation with one of my guys and i was like yo is it morally right that we go to these goodwills and these salvation armies and we we resell this stuff when like we were broke we really needed clothes from here mm -hmm. and i like kind of like it kind of like messed me up a little bit like yo like this dude right here really only got 20 bucks and that car heart is going to actually go on his body i'm taking this car heart and i'm reselling it like i was really thinking about that one time but then i was like all right well i'm doing this to take care of my family you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so that's one level of it so does reselling mess up does reselling vintage clothes mess up the thrift game in general yeah it does because those thrift stores were made for the less fortunate mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so like a lot of my peers used to thrift because they didn't have the money to go to the big stores so mm. it does mess it up in that sense now as far as the customer purchasing is like i always say um i don't sell clothes i sell memories right so it's like a person will spend more money on something that is sentimental to them and nostalgic yeah so like um, I've been able to sell crazy and like even if you come in my store, I don't have a lot of inventory. I never do that. I go over I go for quality. So it's like mm -hmm. I'll have a very rare Yankees um starter jacket or like um like I got this I don't know, whatever. I got like this dope Tupac uh vintage t shirt on right now. Where it's like I had that in 03. It's like uh like stuff like this, like it's like bedazzled all over or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And it's Tupac. Um it's like from the nineties. So like I got stuff like that, like a nineteen ninety four Janet Jackson, um, Madison Square Garden Square Garden t shirt. So it's like a Janet Jackson fan to come in, I'm like, Oh, that's I'm like, that's three hundred. They'll pay for it. Cause they're a big fan. Like I sold a Michael Jordan nineteen ninety one um Salem t shirt for five hundred. The dude was a diehard Jordan fan. Five hundred dollar T-shirt. You see what I, I'm saying? I feel like, especially like, this is going back to the thrifting thing. I feel as though like, in some of those places, they don't really know the worth of certain items. Nah, they do now. Yeah. Yeah. So now, like, now, man, you go to um, you go to Uniques. You go Unique. You go yeah. Unique. They was, gonna tax that you. Was, that was one of my favorite. Yo, they're taxing, bro. I was in I a used Unique. To be by Webster Hall. Yeah. Yeah. I was went to favorite. Uniques. This is a true story. Anybody that thrifts, they will like, comment, and tell them, they're going to tell you I'm telling the truth. They had a Selena t shirt in there for $2,000. Yo. Probably was worn, sweat stained. With the, with but the, the holes thing and all is, that. it was donated to them. So this is where it goes back to the moral inequality within this business because it's like, this was donated to you. But say that tea was only two, like, say the tea was only 100 made. But it was donated to you. So it's like, hey, it goes back to the moral... memories, right? But, but, but this right. is what I'm saying. So this is where it goes to the moral equality of it. Because it's like, okay, this was donated to you. It was given to you for free. Mm -hmm. You're in a store and you're selling this.
for $2,000, but you're not a resale store. You're a donation center, mm-hmm. right? So now the kid who was really a Selena fan who only has this amount of money in their pocket because they're going to a donation center to buy clothes, they can't get it because of the resale guys. Well, it's just like some people just you see, want what it's, they want. Like, it's, ultimate, it's ultimate capitalism even in but donation that's not, centers but the, now. Well, you know how, like, how you sell to a certain clientele? Yeah. They're not that shirt wouldn't it be for like the average Joe that just likes Selena Dion. This is probably the yeah, the like, like, the clientele they're trying to get to is like okay yeah that person that really got it that wants something that nobody else has that want that very rare item they could that that's who they we can flex to yeah like but mm-hmm. the thing is is what I'm saying is like bro it's a donation center so they, they their clientele is people who are less fortunate True. I get it but, but they the tax them. Y'all going tax. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, so, that, so, that, that's what I, so that's what I'm saying. It messes up the moral equality of what it's really for. So it's like, with sneakers, you don't got that problem. But now with vintage, it's like, yo, a Carhartt jacket used to be like 15 bucks, 12 bucks. Now them, them junks is like 40 in any donation center. And it's like, bro, now this kid, again, who who's in this donation center to buy clothes because they're less fortunate, they can't get it. You can't get that, but you can find something else in here. That's what I'm saying. So it's like you can find a uh, what's that Canadian goose, Canadian weather, the bear coats and all that, the bear stuff and all that. But it's like, yeah, yo, bear coats was was a thing. Yeah, yeah, I had one, I had a reversible yeah, one yeah, with yeah, the bear, yeah, bear on the inside. Yeah, bear coats was a thing. So but, it's like we, we, you starting to see um like the oversaturation. That's what I mean. Like you're seeing oversaturation and vintage throughout the whole board, from the donation center to the store to the mergers with local and corporate. Now you got shareholders and a hedge fund investors getting inside of it too now. Yeah, like um, I don't know, like it's been a few times I went to like L Train and I'm looking at certain coats and I'm like, oh shit, these niggas charging mm-hmm. some prices. Like yeah. you be like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find some tees for like five dollars. That's some heat mm-hmm. losing me. All the heat taxing, yeah. all the jerseys taxing. You be like, damn, like this is Michael Vick jersey, but when he was with the motherfucking. Titans? Falcons? No, 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 I'm not nah. Not the Falcons. But it was like it was like a, a jersey when he was like on another team. Eagles? No, nah, not the Eagles. But like <laughs> some Steelers. other team. And Lay was like, mm, I'm not trying to pay that for that for this jersey. Like if it was a Falcons jersey, it was like yeah. a Falcons home jersey, yeah, I'll play that. But uh, Yeah, not now. But you know, like you say, it's all about the hype beast. So it was like I get what you where you going, but it's like the whole moral concept is like, yeah, you gonna feed into the hype beast, duh. Yeah, you have I, to. Yeah. I know, I know you gonna pay for it, so yeah, fuck, cause, I'm about my bread. Because mm-hmm. like Below was saying, yeah, I mean, two thousand dollars is crazy, but mm-hmm. somebody's gonna tax for that shirt. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So, so they they figure why not be them, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's worth whatever they paying for it. Because mm-hmm. I seen them the the off white. Virgil um UNC's <laughs> go for bread. Yeah, I'm sitting here yeah, like yeah. what? Imagine use. I'm talking about use dirty. Yeah. Imagine yeah, dirty. You, you do that, you go in there, you donate that Selena, and then you come back. That's what I'm saying. Some you, shit again. You, you realize your shit had two bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be like, that's that same nut staying on there. Yeah. Hey, yo, my nut man, stain? My man. <laughs> You couldn't even wash it before yeah, you donated it. You talking about that, that same nut stain? Like it's crazy. <laughs> anyway, bro. anyway. Oh yeah, another thing. I had um, I had won the uh, New Jersey Small Business Success Award too. 
Well, congrats. Congrats, yeah. man. So that's what that's what made me wanted to get into the um to the coaching because it was like uh once the state recognized the success of my business, I was able to start seeing like different things and like different doors were able to open. And like I was finding out about like government funding that I never knew about from winning the award. So I'm like, all right, with this program, like I could help people because I didn't know about it until I got mm-hmm. the award. So now I could just pass the information. You know what I'm saying? So like that's a part of what the workshop is too. Like I'm gonna show people how to actually really get the money. Like grants, like government grants to help actually fund your business, minority yep. grants, um, women grants, black women there's grants. A, there's a lot it's of a, grants out there. Grants. They're like scholarships. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Um, and I try to tell people like, you know, the beautiful thing about the grant is you don't have to pay it back. It's the grant. Yeah. You know, so um, when I was able to win that award, it opened up like a whole different portal of connections. And I'm like, All right, like this was closed out to me. So how selfish would it be for me not to try to get us to other people? So that's when, like, when you sign up for one of the classes, we go over all that. And like I said, it's $75. Like, you walking around, you could pay $75 and your business gets 75000 you know. So I would tell you to sign up. I would sign up if it wasn't for me because, you know, it's, it's proven. The business is proven. That's why I tell people, too, like, stop taking advice from people on Instagram that's not proven, you know. A lot of these guys, we just were talking about it. Like, yeah. I found this out that a lot of these influencers, they rent Airbnbs, right? And they shoot, they shoot content in that Airbnb for like two to three days in different outfits. Mm-hmm. Then they go back to their regular crib and they just post it on different scheduling. So you're thinking that they're living in that spot, but that's not their real spot. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. been going on. Same thing like, with the cars and all that. I yeah. never knew that. And oh, I'm yeah, like, nah. damn. Yes. Like this is what's really everything, going on. Every, everything, everything is for the socials. But I mean, like, hey, a lot of yeah, they they've been doing that every since Forex. Every, every talking about morality, <laughs> yo, we talking about morality. Every, they doing what they doing for their bread. Every yo, talking about yeah, morality. Yeah. Forex, they was in the Airbnbs ordering pizza for everybody. Yeah, for, <laughs> for Forex pizza. They was at. I didn't even know Forex was still a thing. I thought it was a cult. First of Forex, yo, was talking to here. people crazy. With, is your mother still working? I'm yo, like, yo, what's Forex up? was up? tapping niggas like this with champagne bottles. Yo. And you got in. <laughs> <laughs> Not even champagne. <laughs> Andre. Andre. And they yeah. had like the mixtape um uh, things when they, when they, when they uh, <laughs> the mixtape fortune five hundred yeah, yeah like platinum like <laughs> like this uh, I'm like, like, like a suit was, I'm like yo was, I'm like, I, old James just tape. hit chairman <laughs> yeah, yeah chairman three fifty I ain't even gonna call him broke son they was dead sitting there like yo y'all niggas just want to keep working for the man <laughs> yeah yo why whole time they working for the man yeah. All the little retreats. I mean, like, yo, man. So why you sleeping? Man. I'm up trading. Shouts out to y'all. I know, I, I know some people that made some bread off of forex. Shout out, shout out to that pyramid scheme. That's a tough <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say they That's made people one. off of people. That they was, made that, bread off of people. That was a tough yeah. one, man. They wasn't making their real bread from forex. Niggas really was blacking during COVID on the Zoom calls. Yeah. You got time for this call? Blacking on them. I see people really yell at them, face red. Face red. Dating somebody that did Forex, and I'm like listening to how she talking to niggas. I'm like, this is all a scam. Talking to people like, so you're going to die broke. They're like, like, yeah, so you got to make sure that you at least get you four more people to sign up. (laughs) That's for your pockets. They're like, so how how many did you sign up today? Like, I thought this is all about trading. Why 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 is it about signing up? That's the other side. The side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Shout out to my girl Eb. Uh, she from she from Roselle and shit. She she tweeted not too long ago like, 
I'm sorry for all that shit. I was <laughs> She's the only one I've seen that made a public apology. She's like, I'm sorry for all that shit I was telling you I was doing it Oh, my God. You got to double back on it. I, you know, so I said to people that got their money and got up out of there. Yeah. To nah, the, I want to an apology for the ones that called me broke. <laughs> <laughs> Flexing with the rentals. Yo, they wicked. But, yeah, but. I think perception is now uh, Perception is reality But I think more now than ever Perception is everything now mm-hmm. I, I think that's what's the driving force For anything now Yeah Like um, I'm gonna get you on Like you said The gimmicks I'm, like, uh, I'm I was, gonna pull you in I was Especially watching, like somebody That's down bad And I yeah. see you out here Flexing yeah, with a, In an in a M3 yeah. Cooling you, you drinking yeah. all that You having fun Yeah with, we with, with a, my friend We got a on. private We got yeah. a We got a private chef I, and I'm starving? Hell yeah, I'm We don't it. respect, um, I think now, like, in the grand scheme of things, when we look at it, because I, I watch a lot of shit. I be like, yo, what's going on? Like, there's a war between guys and girls. Like, this shit is crazy. Like, uh, Would you wear V-necks? Because <laughs> 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 I heard it's not, it's yo, not, it's not, it's not masculine. Now? In what now. year? Uh, because I used to wear V-necks. Niggas ain't giving me the heads up. You know I, mean? I used I to wear V-necks. Still wearing them shits faithfully. Uh, but, um, Would you just be out in a V-neck? Color. Not now, not now. Colored. <laughs> a colored V-neck? <laughs> not now, not now. A striped V-neck? Not now. No. Striped V-neck. I never thought about why they were still on the show. V-neck was like, <laughs> that was really, like Wayne. You know how like, you try to figure out why like, your side is always. That was Wayne era. That was Wayne era. That was the V-neck. And, fu- and the future came out, I had niggas in the deep Vs and oh, the UVs. You had the, the deep Vs. The U- yo, the UVs. The UVs, like somebody ripped your shirt. Nah, my shit was fight. Somebody <laughs> ripped you up. Like, them shit was crazy. I, I, some, I went into some fit. <laughs> Get nasty. I mean, all right, so no V-necks for you. Nah, I don't wear V-neck. I wear you drink frozen margaritas? Nah. <laughs> nah. Damn, KP. Nah. KP chopped. You saw the margarita last night. It was frozen? Nah, it wasn't frozen, though. No. Oh, right. you, had, you had sugar on the rim? Salt. <laughs> <laughs> I like salt on my rim. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> that was wild. I, I don't know how it's a pause, but it just sound like it is. Yeah, yeah. I like salt on my friend. Anyway. <laughs> you know, you don't like what a rim is, though, right? All right, we're not going there. All right, there. yo, 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 yeah, yeah. Tell me what so my there's a, it's a Between men and women, there's a... Yeah, it's a battle. I've been watching yeah. that junk on, uh, like, social media. Like, I've been watching that shit. I'm like, yo, what's going on? And then I've been just watching like um I, I think it's it's the whole perception thing. That's what it is. Like, um, a lot of dudes be like, I'm a high value man, right? Mm-hmm. And like oh, brother. a lot of women um say that they're a uh what is it? A high value woman. A boss. A, a boss, boss woman, right? The alpha woman. All right, yeah. So um my perspective on that is so like for a man, you only and it's like gonna be controversial, right? So like, in any kingdom, your value is only determined by the women of that kingdom. So you can't say you're a high value man if the women don't perceive you as one. Mm-hmm. That's sure, just. But, but don't you gotta perceive yourself? Nah. Don't what, you gotta what, carry yourself a certain type of way? Yeah. Well, this, this what I'm saying, tap, brother. But this, tap. this what I'm saying. So it's like, <laughs> you could say you a high value. Like, there's no. My thing is this. There's no measurable things for that. 
Mm-hmm. Only the women can tell you your high value because you could be a multi-millionaire, right? Like you could be like Bill Gates. If Bill Gates walk in a room with certain women, they can be like, yeah, this nigga is just Bill Gates. He's not of any value because they might value things differently. They mm-hmm. might value uh, like okay, he's they might say he's not attractive. So he's not as he's not valuable to them, right? So you take a dude like let's say Michael B. Jordan who walks into a room and women will say that he's high value because he has money and he's attractive. Okay. So yeah. it's like so, you have to any uh, woman that Bill Gates walk in a room and they say he ain't of value. No, nah, but what I'm saying is it's like are you Jeez, high you value because because like you got you got to think of it. Women women operate on like really like three levels, which is all right, they they look at okay, can this person protect me? One, right? So protection is could be physical and money, financial. Can you protect me? That's security, mm-hmm. right? All right. Attractiveness. Women want to be attracted to you, bro. Yeah. That's why you see women that be with like all these NFL dudes. Well, the right money. You know what I'm saying? They really and they got the bread, but they still cheating on them. <laughs> right. Because they're not attracted to them. Mm-hmm. So attractiveness is is a part a part of that too. And then like you know the main thing is you know women really actually want to like you. Like you have to be likable. Like a lot of women they be with these dudes, they be with these celebrities, and they really don't even like them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. When I see dudes be on Instagram, like, yo, I'm a high-value man. I make this. I make that. Whatever. I drive this car. I got this. It's like, bro, you're not because the women don't like you. They just don't fucking like you. So it's like, uh, I, I think these dudes, they got they get on these, like, podcasts and they get on these, um, these like, platforms and they try to, like, push this this agenda of this is what makes me this and this is what makes you that. But it's like, bro, in real reality... The women are honestly gonna determine if you're high value or not. Mm. They're they're gonna they're gonna determine it. Like, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what kind of car you drive. I don't care. You could you could be splurging on women every week, bro. You could get this girl thousand dollars every time you see her. That will make like that man high value to other women because if that girl is flexing what he's doing for her, mm-hmm. a lot of women is gonna start being like on him because they probably want. That same thing being done to them. I feel like you high value if you feel like you high value. Feel me? I wouldn't let so, like a woman. I mean, I get what you're saying yeah. in that sense, but at the same time, it's like if you ain't got that confidence, women also like where you or, walk, yeah. like in, like you go about it as if you are yeah, high like value. I, like yeah. I like I know what I'm bringing to you, and, and yeah, when, you when I leave saying? you, yeah. you gonna yeah. be. If yeah. I let you, but I think. Yeah, at a certain point, it's delusion, though. Yeah, it's delusion. Oh, no, it definitely is. <laughs> at I, a certain point, not, it's delusion. We're not going to knock that. It, it is some delusion to a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, a lot of them yeah. dudes be weirdos, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I be watching them like, bro, like, what the fuck is you talking about? Like, these dudes be like, well, my lady must must do this. I'm like, bro, what the fuck <laughs> nah, are you talking when, about? When niggas they be over tripping. Here like, yeah, nobody wants a woman that got everything going for herself. Just like, what are you talking about? I'm like, about? yo, yeah, what are you saying what right now, yeah, bro? Like, <laughs> like, like, and you know, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's like, oh, Lord. It, it's, it's, uh, I, I said this, like, these dudes are dangerous because these are the dudes who never got no play in high school. And now they're taking revenge out <laughs> on the world. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. Though. It's so true. On the world, bro. not funny. They're taking they revenge. Said, I remember those are the niggas in physics orders. class. Those be their stories. Bro, third period. Story. I remember. Third I remember. Period. Your girl went to give me play, and then I went and got this got this. You gotta give me a hug. And it's like, bro, like that was me. Like, like these these, these people, bro. They, they got these platforms, and now they just take revenge out. And it's like, bro, relax. Like. It's not, it's it's not that serious, bro. I've always wanted to Yo, say that. Like, you gotta relax, bro. I no, no. Seriously, like how you say it, I hate 
You know, like we in the pod world, but I hate a lot of you podcasters, Gross, man. I bro. hate a lot they of you. They make fucking it hard pod- for us, yo. Bro, it's difficult. Yo, bro. no, no, we, like bro, really, bro, bro, nobody one to one with a Honda. The I fuck really, you talking about? <laughs> bro, bro, if she like, drives a Nissan Altima, she's a slut. Yo, yo yeah, niggas be talking hey, crazy. This dude bro. said he said James. he said he met his wife. <laughs> this, this is what they asked him. They asked this guy. He said they said what was the most attractive thing about your wife? He said I love the way she prayed. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, like, bro. So how, how, like, okay. So like, how did you come to that? Like, yeah. she, could what, probably, she could probably arch us. She pray though. Like, like, no, James, it, it, James, it just, it just be like, well. <laughs> it, it just be like a lot of these people, bro. Like they, they just say whatever for like, like clickbait. And it's like, yo, there's no validation to what anything's being said right now. This dude really sat there and said, he said, what was the most attractive thing about your wife? Oh, I love the way she prayed. And it's like, I, I get what you're saying, bro. But like, when you first seen her, you just watched how she prayed every time in church. Like, and that's what made you want to talk to her. I think that is very, very, that's a very rare circumstance. Spiritual. And yeah. I think like, what? No, that, was probably, that was probably the cherry on top. That was like, probably wow. the cherry on top. She, but she it's prays. like, I like how you put your hands yeah, like, on every, like, every, Everybody I, loves I like a, when you're on your knees. Yeah, every. Every man should have a praying woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make a drop call. He's like, grow up, James. <laughs> Every man should have a praying woman. Yeah, but I just feel like like these dudes that get these podcasts and they get these platforms, they have no responsibility for anything that they're saying. They're just saying things to like get clicks and get likes. Like, yeah, oh yeah, we oh, live yeah. in a clickbait world. Yeah, it's yeah. like, bro, like we we gotta we have to police ourselves better with that. Like, you can't. Next time you see somebody say something crazy on a podcast, just comment like, "Yo, you don't really mean that," <laughs> and like get and that going delete it. Get that <laughs> going. Like, what would your mom just think? Yeah, this? like get that going because like, yo, you gotta like these dudes gotta chill, bro. Like, but it's hard because you gotta you gotta like a section or a group of people that don't really know or have kind like some kind of direction as far as who they want to be or how they want to be perceived or treat other people. So they out here just trying out whatever these people are saying, you know what I'm mean? saying? So. But with that being said, I feel like sometimes the things that people say on some of these podcasts are like the, the it, I feel like it's the mentality that they want to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, oh yeah, I treat niggas this certain, certain type of way. I want this type of nigga. You're That's not your reality. You're projecting. That's like what, Oh, you wish you had, or yeah. like what you want, or mm-hmm. like, like some like some of these pods where like I hear men talk about certain women and it just be like, <laughs> really, bro? Like really, these dudes, they be talking wait, down on women. What do you gain like, from that? And like, and, and just like how we said, like it, it, it is being a potter just for like when people see like our posts on podcasts, they think like we up here talking like the regular shit that mm-hmm. we'll see, right? And um, the other night I was talking to like, like one of the boys that I know or whatever, and he was basically telling me like, yo, like, y'all content is way more different than like shit that you'll see like on the timeline, cause it'd be like we'll have a pod and like we'll be talking about real shit. Yeah, we'll indulge in something like joke every once yeah, in a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, but it'd be like. We not about to do no deep dive and have people on here talking about oh who's more important this that and no like come on bro like yeah, what it. like what job is this like I feel yeah. like everybody knows like their role in mm-hmm. life if your if your girl makes more money than you okay so be it yeah, you could still so. you could st- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm staying. I'm staying home. You feel me? <laughs> Trying to be a stay at home. Because you know what it is? It said if your woman makes more than you, a man is supposed to be in the kitchen because it's called cooking and not cook queen. Hello. Yo, what? <laughs> nah. Nah. What? You got a point. <laughs> you got a point. Cooking. Yo, leave me alone. Bro. Yo. Leave me alone. So, you said you was married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, would you be okay, um, or would you be down to be in a palandrous um, nah. relationship? Nah, that's not for me. So that's dead. But I mean, if people are into it, that's what they're into. Nah, because I'm saying, like, you know, they, the couple start to, like, the wife just presented to the husband, like, look, I just feel like you complete me on this level, but, you know, I need Ouch. this too. And would you be okay with bringing another man in? I mean, at that point, you might as well just not be with her. Well, for me, you like, her. for me, like, I, I, I'm just too good for that. Like, <laughs> See, like, perception. Yeah, perception. Nah, I'm just being honest. Perception. Like, perception. Brother, like, but, but, bro, like, you just said it. You just I, said, I'm, just, said. I'm just too good for that. Like, I feel like, all right, well. See yourself as a high I value see you, man. I want to see you happy. So, She's like, the one that's supposed to tell you. Well. So, like, you got you to gotta go on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not into that. <laughs> but it's people that are. And it's like. Um, yo, more power to you, but me is like, nah, cause you bring that to me, I'm just gonna tell you, yo, well, I mean, I hope you find somebody that completes you. They got a new show called uh, Seeking Brother Husband. <laughs> what? And it's about yo, how you be coming um, across these shows? Bro? Do you always find some like yeah. unique shows? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I said, Bilo is, is a very random person. He's a very, <laughs> he's a very yeah, random so, person. This nigga so, wake up in the middle of the night, the shit on. He like, wait a minute, what is this? Nah, bro, I be into shit like that, like something just like. So you're into. Polyandry, yeah. what? No, it's not polygamy. Polyincestor. Polyandrous. Polyandrous. No, I'm saying I'd be into shows like that. Are you um, into that? Would I be into it? <laughs> yeah. Like if it ever came down to it? Yeah. Hmm. Say, right, say it was you, her, and Bill Gates. I beg your Listen pardon. I'm with it. Bugging. Bill Gates. See, but you gotta figure <laughs> out what, what what part what part are you playing? You gotta figure out what husband you are though. Because feel me, as I'm watching it, it's one that is like the one that's like that provides the sexual. Like she's not having sex with both. Well, not not all of them. Some of them are like set up different. Oh, they double so dipping. One of them is this black lady, and she she got a husband named Carl, and another one named. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see, I see, I see that. I was yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, was on Twitter. I, I watched it. Like I actually watched it. So basically, she was with Carl for 25. She'd been with Carl for 25 years, but when she met the other one, I think his name was I forgot. It start with a T or something. Yeah. But let's say Tiger. Cause that's it is Tiger. It is Tiger. All right, yeah, because she met him as um, Tiger Woods at a Halloween um, party. But she met him at 10 years in, and they had, like, a little dance on the floor or whatever. So she told Carl, like, yo, look, for me, I'm into that's this guy. That's a fun side. That's a fun side. Like, they travel. Yeah. So she said, they like, party. Carl is my, like. And they both cool with it? Both of the dudes cool with it? They look, was I'm, about, I'm about to get to that. <laughs> so, like, she told Carl, like, yo, look, you like all my intellectual deep conversations, blah, blah. Tiger's my fun. I want to, like, yeah. travel this, that, and the third. So it got to a point where Tiger ends up moving in. And she sleeps moving Wait, in. he lives with them? They, they, they live together. In the what? same two, house? Two different rooms, feel me? But she sleeps with Tiger now. Carl sleeps by himself. 
Mind the you, one that kids. The one she, she, kids. She, she got kids with Carl. Yeah, Carl. she got they three have, like, kids. kids. With, she grown got three kids, kids with Carl. Oh, and feel me as she like no. once this transition. She they said they spoke to the kids though about it or whatever. Yeah. But once it transitioned and Tiger moved in, she now sleeps with Tiger. Wakes up in the morning. The Tiger does everything with Tiger. Carl got his own. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tiger, so look, you know what's crazy? Cause I, I bet she got some nerve. Cause if Carl bring another John, I'm about crib. to tell you where she's wicked at, bro. So. She feels like, yo, um, in life, like, she just, you continue to love people, and it's down the third. So now she start telling Carl, like, yo, look, I'm looking to bring another one in. <laughs> on top of Tiger? On top of, on top of Tiger and Carl. She tell, no, yeah, she tell Tiger, like, yo, That's look. That's mad dick. I'm about to, <laughs> she not having sex with Carl. Carl just dead. Carl. She about to have sex with Tiger and somebody else, though. That's yeah, insane. well, yeah, she telling Tiger, That's like, insane. yo, look. I, I think it's Change time for me funny. to get my own room because I'm like I'm trying I'm looking for something else. So he like yo, this, I don't know what you mean. By this. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like yo, Tiger kind of crazy because you let Carl be that nigga, but now you can't be Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you got. But yeah, Damn. like she just was on some shit. Like yo, this is uh, I'm moving on to a different phase, and this is like my, you're She's at the phase where I'm about to go on to another one. And he like, yo, I think she's about to swap me out and shit like this. But, yeah, they just, because there's three other relationships that they, like, show about. Mm-hmm. And basically, for the most part, these are just women. And, you know, the same thing go for, like, when there's men doing the same shit or whatever. But they, these just people that feel like they need two people or more. But they need two people because they want to have, like, that perfect person. And, you know, in the, in the ideal world, you know, like, the person you with. Yeah. It's not going to be everything you want 100%. If that works for them, then shit. I mean... But nah, I, I would say if it damn. was to be me... <laughs> damn. That's insane. That's it depends. Lot. If it's Oprah, yeah. She could, she, she could have as many as she want. As long as you get that check. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Oprah, brother, husband. Brother, husband is really crazy. But yeah, nah, like watching the show... One of the dudes, he looked like he was sick when she said this shit. Cause she's like, "Yeah, I'm on a dating app right now." <laughs> so she, they, they got like another room. She's like, "Well, yeah." So now we won't have to bring it into our bed. I, I got the extra room. He like, "Nah, oh, not Lord. yet." But yeah, how nah, long just, you been married though? Uh, I've been married. April will make five years. Ooh, we've been together for April will make fifteen. Damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah I remember, so. I remember he's about to be 32 you. tomorrow. Yeah, I love marriage, man. That's marriage Give it up for marriage, so you man. You met her like at what? 17? Marriage is, uh, marriage is a cool thing. Like, that is 17. Yeah, nah, you met her uh, at 17? 16. 16. <laughs> but that's like, I, I tell people, like, you look at, even if you look at success, most of the successful people, they married. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, it's a partnership, it helps you. With so much, your it's, neck. it's the balance. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Marriage is hard as hell. I don't ever let anybody tell you that shit is easy. Marriage is hard, but um, if you find somebody that's worthwhile, I say you know you just make it work. You know what I'm saying? I was lucky enough to find it when I was young. Man, um, I ain't even been with nobody. Do you feel like marriage is something? I ain't been with nobody past three years. That has to be done Real at that pain. point of how long y'all? Nah, been? I mean, like, I, I I feel like you. I feel like everybody gotta live. That's why I always say like. Like when people say this high value, all this stuff, like right, like I feel like everybody gotta live their life based off of what's comfortable for them. Mm-hmm. So like for me, well, when I met my wife, um, 
I was attracted to her physically, not mm-hmm. by the way she prays or nothing like that. <laughs> you know, um, I believe she was a beautiful woman. Um, I got to know her. You know, I met her family. I thought her family was great people, and I'm like, all right, it's somebody I could see myself raising a family with. So I was lucky. You know, what I'm saying I was 16 years old. You know, um, marriage is not easy. Really, no relationship is easy. But I feel like if you don't want to get married, then don't. You got to do what you got to do. Whatever makes you happy. No, because you know, like as we go on more into the world mm-hmm. versus back in the day. Back in the day, like it was. That's what it is. Yeah, Meet, yeah, yeah. Married kids, and now we transition into a world where it's like a lot of people feel like there's no point in getting married. Like mm-hmm. you can yeah. still be with this person. This could be your partner, your life partner, this down the third, but you don't have to get married. Like it yeah, I mean, for what? To me, I look at it like this, right? I don't ever let the world's expectation or the world's standards control what I do. Okay. As you should. Respectfully. So as it's you like, should. for me. Or shouldn't. And for anything I do, <laughs> like for me and for anything I do, like just how I said, like, um, you know, malls is dying and all that, right? I'm still opening up another store in the mall on April 21st. You feel me? Like, I just look at things as far as relationships, as far as business. And I tell all my students this, like, as far as relationships, business, and your life. You got to look yourself in the mirror and decide how you want to live it. Mm-hmm. And I always see myself being married. So let me ask you this. What's your view on the whole, like, actual wedding? Like, you know how, like, some people really put bread into it to the point that they're paying it off still while they married? Some paying oh, it yeah, off while yeah, they're divorced. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you watched um, The Best Man, you know that the new one? The new best man the that series? came out. That, was on that church that they was in, that's where I got married at. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, if, if you're going to marry a girl, give her the world. Mm. But it's like, but you're, but the world don't got to. See, that's what people don't understand. That's why I always say, like, look, if you only could afford this thing right here, then give it that. But say I mean, she don't want that. But then, like, that's not the that's not the woman for you. But uh, you can't. Nah, but nah, but listen to what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta do. Some women will be happy with whatever you give them. You you. No, it's not even that. that. It's like, look, this this what I'm saying, right? If you want a mansion, right? You might want that mansion, but nigga, can you afford to live in it? Mm. No. So that is not the place for you. So this is Mm. this is all I have to give. So if this woman cannot accept this, then that is not the woman for me. And no matter how much I like her. How much I love her, I cannot take care of her, but, and that's but the true, problem but, uh, with a lot of men. Let's but sit like, here and as say, a, go ahead. But as a man, if you want to be that person, you know, security providing, you, you should figure, pro- that, yeah, figure that out. You gonna figure that out to put yourself in the back. No, but what, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying. If I come to the table, right, and this is what I tell people: if I come to the table with just this, mm-hmm. and you want to set me foot with just this. Then don't accept me when I have this and this. No, nah, she accepts oh, you yeah. for that. When oh yeah, you well, came she, to the if table, she, if she but she's you telling this, you, I yeah. still want this. Oh yeah, then you have to stretch yourself for that to oh, make okay. to make her happy. You have yeah. to. Yeah, but I always say like, don't be coming to a woman with just this, and she she dubbing you, and you just still trying. Like, nah, bro, this is all you got. Yeah, yeah, so this facts. is all you got. You got to keep it pushing, bro. Like, or you're not even trying. Yeah, like like my my thing is like, look, you gonna have highs and you gonna have lows. You gonna have peaks and valleys. That's life. My whole thing, I tell anybody, 
I tell my students this. Um, I'm going to tell my, my daughter this when she get older. As long as you put in your best effort forward, that's it, bro. Like, that's it. You only can do your best. But a lot of niggas don't do their best. You want to know what's crazy uh, that you said that? Feel me? I do I do another job or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, it's like talking to customers. And yeah. Shit. And uh, I forgot how we got into it, but it got into the point where the nigga says, I was always taught to give everything you do 100%. 100%. And he said, yo, when I was younger, my father told me that give 100% everything you do, even if it's shoveling shit. Yeah. And the nigga like, I used to sit here like, what? But he was like, as I grew up, I realized like what he meant was is that it don't have to be 100%, but give your 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even though, like, feel me, you might not feel like yeah. you can give this type of thing or activity 100%. He like, in your soul and mind, you just feel like you're giving 100% to it. So be the best shit shoveler there is if you, that's what I'm like. Because you might go what? viral. <laughs> Nah, it's just like, you got to. It's like, you know, you play a sport, your coach be like, you know, leave it all out on the field. You feel like shit when you lose and you ain't give you 100%. You're like, damn, yo, I ain't even, mm-hmm. I wasn't even playing for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to you gotta really, with anything you do, man, especially a relationship, if you really love somebody, that's how you know somebody love you. You're going to see the, you're going to see the, you're going to see them growing. You're going to see it. Like, um, like me and my wife, you know, I've grown in ways that is more persuaded towards her side, and she's grown in ways that's more persuaded towards my side. Mm-hmm. That's how I know the love is real. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see relationships where people been together for years, and it's like, these niggas ain't changed not a bit. She's still into this, and he's still into that. Like, they just with each other. They, they just like each other a lot. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But love, love makes you change. Love makes you grow. You could like somebody for years. You know what I'm saying? And you could be married, and you just like this person. I like I like this this girl, this like, girl yeah, like me. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But when you love somebody, you gonna change. Like it's a natural occurrence. It's like you know what? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna do that. You know I'm gonna strive for that. And I always you, you, say yeah, you are gonna do that to keep them around. You are gonna do it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I just say like do just don't compromise your 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 morals for mm-hmm. nobody. You know what I'm saying? I ain't doing nothing moral. That's gonna compromise my morals for nobody. I don't care who you are. I'm not ever compromising my morals. But Respectful. you know what I'm saying? If you love somebody, you you gonna make them changes, man. You only a fool wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get a car, like you love that car, you gonna clean that shit. You gotta get an oil change, you gonna change the oil. You are gonna take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to. So it's like a relationship. You gotta modify it. You know. And uh, I just been seeing a lot of people now, like making sure that they do it with. And their comfortability to it. It's not like you, you know what? I gotta go all out with this whole wedding. Feel me? Yeah. A lot of people just keeping a small church. It could be like a backyard, like feel me? Something where it's still like giving wedding. Yeah, yeah. But you ain't on some shit where it's like, oh, every person I attend is forty dollars a plate. Nah, hell no. Forty dollars a plate is mad just, cheap. That's weddings be a hundred twenty a plate. Oh well, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. They charge people. I DJ them. No, nah, nigga, you can't. You can't. But it's like, not really charging people. Oh, it's more so nah. of like the venue. They, how much? Oh it costs. yeah, yeah. How much you playing? Oh yeah, they yeah, gotta yeah, pay yeah. that, about to say, and God they gotta. Fix, that's why they be so heavy on some. Are you definitely attending? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one hundred twenty-five dollars a place. I've seen yeah. that, but I feel like yo, like if that's what you into, man, like that's what you into. Like I, I seen people do some weird. I should shit. have an ambassadors, nigga. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> 
at least some fish. You get some fried fish too. But at the end of the day, you got to be happy. Yeah, man. Got fried yeah. fish. You could do yeah. all that and go in a crib and not even like each other. Like you really, at the end of the day, you really do got to be happy. You got to be happy. You know, happiness is a happiness is a battle. People like people don't understand that. Like that's a happiness is a spiritual warfare, man. Like Tell it's a lot it. of shit every day that's out here that try to like keep you. Yeah. Keep your mind and control you and how you like in a depressed state. Cause if I can make you like fearful or unhappy or depressed, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Ladies like, and gentlemen. But I'll say this though. Don't put your happiness into someone. No, don't, hell don't, no. Don't let that, that person be, be the only source happy. of your happiness. Yeah. No, yeah. hell no. Let that person yeah. add to your happiness. Man. Yeah. No, I'm glad no. I learned that shit young. Yeah, nah. find your own happiness. You like and if you're not happy, old, and then it's a thing. When you're not happy, you exude that energy yeah, off to the person yeah. that brings you peace. Because someone, someone could bring you peace and they'll fuck it all you'll up. You'll fuck it up, yeah. yeah. You can't even make money if you're not a happy person. That's a fact. Ladies like, and gentlemen. You can't. It won't, like, so, like, hmm? money money is, is an energy, right? So you have to be on a frequency of self-happiness to make money. I don't care how nasty and evil you think these people be. They love themselves. They have the most self-love because that's how that money is able to come to them. It's a vibration. It's a frequency. Money is an energy. People don't even understand that. I don't know they, about that. Yeah, because I, yeah, I feel I like when you, nine to five. I'm, I'm, yeah, because I, 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 I feel like I feel like even like when you're depressed, like it makes you go in grind mode. Like say if it's like certain things yeah, that you got to do to get money, but that's not money. You feel me? That's 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 pretty much work work based capital. I'm talking about real money. Like you wanna it's been days, like, alright, it's been days I would really go to my mailbox and it's just money in there. And I'm like, where the fuck this shit come from? I wouldn't I wouldn't like like a like like a no, like no, like money for me, like with my yeah. name on it. It's intended for myself. But I'm like, oh damn. Scams. I wasn't even expect I wasn't even expecting that right now. Like it's it's like an abundance thing. So it's like you listen to like Bob Proctor and um all these people that talk about this, like it starts with self. The most successful people in this world, they have a major love for themselves. You have to love yourself, you have to respect yourself. You have to be happy with yourself. Because when you do that, what you're telling the universe is I'm I'm happy to be here and yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying open. I'm enjoying my time here. I'm I'm receiving. So the universe is gonna give. If you have like self doubt, insecurities, you know what I'm saying, you angry all the time, you feel like it's me against the world, what's happening is the world is like, Oh, I can't even give this person the blessing that I wanna give to it. You block right, what's going on? You 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 block you blocking it. You blocking <laughs> it. Like you really have to be um even in your hard times, like you have to enjoy it because you're having that hard time. So you can remember what a so you could when you have the good time, you can remember what the hard time is like. And a lot of people like they don't understand that. So I tell people like first and foremost, seek happiness with yourself because when you have self happiness, the universe is gonna be like, all right, I see such and such moving around, they doing their thing. Let me reward them. And all them doors that you've really been looking for are gonna open up to you, and you're gonna be able to, to to accomplish all the goals you wanna accomplish. But if you walk around with a stink attitude, you know what I'm saying, like your shit don't stink, and you think you're better than everybody, or you know, you got a chip on your shoulder, you ain't getting nothing. You only gonna be able to work for it, you know what I'm saying? And you really gotta open up yourself to the blessings. It's a lot of blessings out here, yo, that the, um, you know, the universe has for you. And if you open yourself up to them, and you start seeing stuff differently, you'll get them. Real fact. Yeah, I respect it. Yeah. That's a bar. Yeah. 
I'm <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm glad you touched that touched on that again because I wrote that down. I wasn't like last yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like because I'm yeah. like that was a dope part of the uh, the episode. I want. I was hoping you touched on that. Nah, again. It's, was, it's all about the vibration. Like on my way here, um, I had like a delay even getting on the highway, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, like. Usually I'm just going. I'm. I was just like, for some reason I was moving slower than normal. I'm like, yo, what the hell? So I wind up getting in the car, and I'm driving, and I see like two major accidents, and I'm like, yo, you know what? This is probably the universe slowing me down. So this, cause this could have been me. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I look at everything happens for a reason. Like nothing happens to me. Everything happens for me. You know what uh. I'm saying? Like that's really how I live my life, and that's why I just that's be like, fire. I, yeah, nah, I really, I really yeah, be yeah, to me happens. For yeah, me. I really just be floating through life, bro. Like I like that. At this point, you know what I'm saying? I just be chilling. Like I don't really get mad over shit. I, I be like, damn, that's fucked up. Don't get me wrong, I'm a human being, but like, I don't take nothing personal. I just be like, you know what? I that probably wasn't meant for me. You know what I'm saying? Or I this happened because this avoided this mm-hmm. so when you start living like that it's just like god gonna bless you because it's like you, you you being obedient you having faith you know what i'm saying like a lot of people they say they have faith but they don't really have it to the extent that they need to have it faith is i know i could walk into a room full of lions and i believe in god i know i'm gonna walk out untouched i'll probably be petting and playing with them shits you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's the real faith you gotta have to be successful but a lot of people, like, they have, like, false faith where it's like, all right, God, I know you ain't put me in this room with these lions for them to hurt me. And you in a room shaking and shit. And now the lions getting nervous and they're going to bite you. But you got to have a faith in God. Uh, I got like, faith, but I ain't, I ain't playing uh, no lions. Like, 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 metaphorically, say, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Me, Metaf- me metaphorically. having that faith thing and I can yeah. walk next to them yeah. now. <laughs> like, like, metaphorically, like, hey, you got to you gotta know, like, The niggas out in Dubai got faith, bro. They be out there petting them and shit. Yeah, because it's like. They, Macking they, them in the face? They no. know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know that there's something Drop that you do that nobody could do better than you. You know it's something that you could do nobody do better than you. You know something you could do nobody do better than you. Same with you, you know. Right? So you got to have faith in that. Like, I got faith that nobody sells vintage clothes better than me. I don't care what you say. I don't care what the numbers look like. I know when you walk in Zooted Vintage, you're going to get experience like no other. Mm. I know that that's my gift from God. So I walk with that, and I really mean it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not timid about it. I done had celebrities come in my store Big name celebrities come to my store, and I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm talking to you because normally because you are in my space. Now, if I met you in the club, I'd probably be nervous because that's not my that's not my realm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you in my shit, I'm the celebrity. You know what I'm saying? This, ah, this is what I do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I got faith, but I know that that comes from God. And I know, like, anything I get comes from God. And that's why I tell people, like, when you run into people that's, like, really, like, you know, having, like, hard times and bad luck, it's like... Ask them, are they praying, or ask them do you have a relationship with God? The answer is always going to be no. Or it's like, I fell off from it. I haven't prayed in a while. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 it don't got to really be like the Bible or the Quran. It could be just have some type of faith base. And if you ask the people who's going through bad, I've learned this. If you ask anybody that's going through bad times, ask them, like, when the last time you had a conversation with your, with your, with your highest source? It's always, it's been a minute. Because that's the thing that's going to keep you going. You know what I'm saying? I'd have had crazy shit happen to me, and I should have been pissed about it. You know what I'm saying? I'd have had shit blocked from me just by the color of my skin. I should have been upset about it. You know what I'm saying? I'd have been persecuted for the color of my skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a whole different type of things, but I I just had the faith in God that I was going to make it through it. What about the people that 
is watching this and saying, you know, they do have faith. They are constantly praying this down and third, yeah. but they ain't on an eviction notice. They about yeah, to, they, they, or they end up on the street. Are they homeless already? All right, but like that's 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 what you're going through right now. Your life ain't over. Cause like what people don't understand is like this, and I I had to take this. Cause that's, I, I, that's the lion's den you're talking I, I, about. I done seen it all. Like I done been on all sides of the of the, of the spectrum, bro. I done, I done made it, lost it, had it, lost it, got it back, got it back double and three times and lost it again. I done seen it. So it's like what you gotta realize is this. And the moment I. I, I thought about this. It changed my life. I said, yo, if I wanted to wake myself up tomorrow, I can't. There's nothing I can do. I cannot wake myself up. You can't wake yourself up. None of us. We can't. We can't. We don't control that shit. No, there's nothing we can do, bro. So when I started realizing, like, I'm really not in control of this, I just was like, yo, whatever comes to me, I'm going to accept it for what it is, and I know that it's good. Mm. Cause God is in control of everything. So why would if I'm God's son, why would he why would he punish me? I got a daughter. I I never punish my daughter. I have ever put my hands on my daughter. I never will, ever. So why why would God punish me? He teaching me something. So you feel like God is punishing the homeless? Nah, nah. I'm not saying that. What I'm no, saying I'm, is I'm just asking. What like... what I'm saying is if if you're homeless right now or you down bad right now, right? Talk to God. God might have a bigger plan for you. God might have to put you on the street so he could put you in the mansion. Steve Harvey was homeless. He was living in his car. Yeah. T.D. Jakes was homeless. He was living in his car. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Yeah, not a lot of me effects. So it's like, talk to God. You know what I'm saying? Like, anytime, anytime I've been met with um, the opposition, I go to God. That's okay. my that's my source. But like, say, but like, I'm going to just keep it like on this little homeless thing. Mm -hmm. But like, say, some of them people... Talk to God on a daily basis. On a like, daily yeah, basis. Yeah, people like, on skid row. Yeah. So it's like, Daily right. basis ain't nothing changing. So but I like, feel like maybe it's maybe something, they they probably talking to God, but it's probably, they not like, learning the lesson not. that they, yeah, so, yeah, so strong. So God requires action too. Like, you know, you can't just, yo, God, help me get an apartment. And it's like, nigga, Amazon is hiring. You won't apply. No, mm -hmm. it don't work that way. Okay. So, you know, God helps those who help themselves. But God is the starting point. Like me, I don't worry. I'm telling you, bro, I don't worry about nothing because it's like I'ma talk, I'ma get the message, I receive the message, now I'm executed. People get the message, but they don't execute nothing. They like, yo, God, I need a hundred thousand dollars tomorrow. And these niggas done bumped into they old um high school classmate who got their own accounting firm in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And don't even had a that's God. He put it right yeah, in front right of your face, you, but you don't even had a conversation. You so ain't it's like the action you gotta to like, take that. You gotta yeah. take the action. So you know, don't get me wrong, yo. Any of us could be on the street. Like shit happens, yo. This life, it's real nah, life. Facts. But you, a, you, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go to the source. Too. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go to the source and like, um, from what I've been through in my life to where I'm at now, I know like it, it would be nothing. I wouldn't be nothing without God. I'd be like fucked up out here you know what i'm saying but god he he blessed me so i just go to him for anything the source him or her whatever you want to call it i go to the source mm -hmm. and um that's where i get everything from that's what a lot of people need to do man i respect it oh uh, dude that one yeah that was it yeah it really i don't think that was really a perfect good. way to end it too. yeah, yeah for sure Give God some praise you gotta give God praise god, <laughs> clap it up for god man for real, for real, nah, for real though. god 
<laughs> why, why you do it like that? I had to drop my phone. Like, yeah. Not that one. You <laughs> <laughs> said not too much, yo. <laughs> not too much during the holy month. Not too much. But yeah, man, we appreciate you for coming yeah, out. I appreciate yes, y'all yes. having Definitely me, still drop some more gems. I hope everybody was listening. Um, if you're still here, please like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Definitely check them out. You said April 22nd? Yeah, April 21st. 21st. Garden State Plaza. Um, the coaching program starts tomorrow. We got multiple classes, April 3rd through April 9th. Uh, you can follow my personal page, Vintage Profit. You can sign up. Mm-hmm. We get you some of this good. Nine. Yeah. Shisha. That's that zooted. Yeah. That's the best stuff you can smoke. That's, the, that's that. That's that zooted. Yeah. I'm about to put this in my next mile. <laughs> Over here below. But all right, this was episode. Chip of the mile with that is crazy though. I ain't even gonna crazy. This was episode 140. Oh, this was Ron. Digger. Below. And your boy. DJ Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their neck to keep their hopes in check. Cause so they sweat a brother majorly. And I don't know why your girl keeps paging me. She tell me that she needs me. Cries when she leaves me. And every time she sees me, she squeeze me. Ladies, take it easy. Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want it if it's that easy. Hey, yo, bust it. Baby, got a problem. And bye bye. Just another hazard of a fly. Yeah, baby.